0: Welcome back to the Joplin and Andrea podcast, a podcast that is family-friendly, meant to be fun, hopefully puts a smile on your face, and uh, maybe it's even informative from time to time. I think we've got a great podcast today. We've got some funny things, hopefully, to make you laugh, That's right. and then we've got some serious stuff we're going to talk about on the back end of the podcast with all the just crazy over-sexualization of our young children, especially at the grade school level i want to talk about that today Uh, but before we get to that portion we've got some fun things to uh, talk about with you today i'm joplin this is my wife andrea welcome to the show
1: welcome to the show and happy friday
0: yes yep, happy friday we release a podcast new podcast the last friday of every month so hopefully you're listening uh here on day one when this podcast was released yeah uh, but be looking for a new podcast to drop the last friday of every month Andrew, what are we going to start with today
1: um we're going to start with um some crazy town names uh, we had the opportunity to go to pennsylvania um and pick up our son he had been in a wrestling camp and on our way home we ended up staying in a town in indianapolis called french Lick. in indiana indiana yeah. Okay. Yeah. Indiana. And it was called French Lick. And it was uh, the weirdest town name that I had heard in a really long time. So, French
0: Lick was a pretty cool place to it go. Was. If you've never been to French Lick, you should go. But it is a super weird name. Yeah. And we were shocked at how many really uh, strange, embarrassing names. Indiana has for towns.
1: Yes, it, it has felt like it
0: was a joke as we were driving from town to town. The town names just did not seem real. Yep. including French Lick.
1: Yeah, yep. So we uh, we drove through there and saw lots of weird names. And so then, of course, my mind's going. Well, what other kind of weird names are there? And so I have I have several for did you. Did you know
0: that we learned uh, on that trip that French Lick is the home of the famous Larry Bird?
1: We did. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: because he was born and raised in french lick
1: yeah it was kind of a quick trip for us so we didn't have much time to stick around but it definitely was a cool little town so
0: in the middle of nowhere yeah yeah
1: yeah pretty cool so are you ready for these names let's hear them all right so um one of them was called boring oregon
0: wow yeah i'm from boring oregon
1: yeah yeah um and then we have accident maryland
0: wow so there you have it who comes Uh, up with these names i wonder i
1: don't know and then what happens when you're from that town
0: how how does the town actually come up with you decide on their name we're going to call this town boring
1: yeah accident come on come and visit us it (laughs) sounds welcoming yeah yeah and then there's truth or consequences new mexico
0: that the name of the town is truth or consequences Uh yeah yeah that's weird.
1: It is weird. It's very weird. Um, and then we have Cut and Shoot, Texas.
0: Cut and... No, hold on a second. Are that two different towns? Do you know? That just says Cut and a, Shoot, Cut Texas. and Shoot is... The, the mm-hmm. name of the town is three words, Cut and Shoot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Way to go, Texas. Yeah,
1: so put on cowboy boots because that sounds pretty Texan.
0: It does. It does sound... <laughs> I will give you that. Yeah. It sounds Texan. Yeah. If you were to say where... Would this town be located? I would definitely say Texas. I would vote for Texas also.
1: So yeah, and then we have why not North Carolina?
0: I like that name.
1: Yeah, want to come see us? Why not?
0: I think that's a great name. I like it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) then we have knock 'em stiff, Ohio.
0: Really? Yeah. Knock Knock 'em 'em stiff. Knock
1: 'em stiff. Yep. Knocking I had no idea how yeah,
0: that one. I mean, I just don't know how that made it to an official town. Yeah, term. I knock don't em stiff, huh? Okay.
1: Uh, very entertaining. Yeah, it's I very mean, entertaining. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Try telling somebody you're from there. And then we I have.
0: graduating a, high school there, you know, the like knock them stiff. A, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Yep. And then we have Uncertain Texas.
0: Uncertain.
1: Uncertain. That's a. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I think they had a bunch of other town names, and they just couldn't really yeah, settle on one. so they on were one, just like, and so "Here they just it is." Went with uh, uncertain.
1: Yep. Huh. Yeah. So, and the last one I have is Rough and Ready, California.
0: Rough and ready. I wouldn't picture that name yep. out in California. Rough and ready. Okay. Sorry. Rough yeah. and ready, California
1: yeah and there was actually several others so if you get bored you can look up weird town names later but we're uh, unusual town names but can you imagine i mean there's so many towns in different places that a lot of times you miss those them. are all
0: here in america uh-huh. you know, those are all american cities that you could go visit here in the usa i bet if you did a whole world search you we, we would laugh pretty hard at some of the names of towns we would that maybe that's a challenge i don't know maybe yeah maybe
1: (laughs) but there you have it there's some fun fun facts for you some names of some cities here in the u.s so uh that was one of our our fun little topics for you this morning and then next um i learned actually on this same trip that um there's male and female cows
0: yeah so uh, (laughs) not (laughs) she not that there's male and female cows
1: this she, is true. Not that there's male and yeah, female she, she,
0: she learned that you can eat. Yes, that you can eat male and eat female cows. cows. Yeah, that that was uh, that was quite a thing. So, yes. first of all, we're getting a cow. The Embersons are getting a cow.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, not, not that there are male and females, because I actually grew up next to a dairy farm. And uh-huh. I always knew that there was male and female cows. But in my mind, I'm not quite sure what I thought happened to all the other boy cows, because there was only one bull. So... It was a big lesson time It for was me. a big lesson. So anyways, yeah. we're
0: getting a cow and we're going to eat it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to buy a calf yeah. and um, raise it and eat the thing later. And I was just talking to her like, you know, mm-hmm. what do you want? You know, do, you, do we want to get a boy cow? Do you want a girl cow? And she was just like, I didn't know you could eat boy cows and uh this this is true i said well what do you what do you think people do with them like why could why could you eat a girl cow and not eat a boy cow she didn't know but her whole life she just in her mind anytime you're eating meat it's a girl cow yeah and then she wasn't real sure if she wanted to get a cow and eat it if it was a boy because she just in her mind didn't feel good right about eating a boy cow and it was a really confusing moment like why would it matter
1: i don't i just needed to process it because my whole life uh, i have thought that we were just eating girl cows i don't know why um yeah i'm not sure what we did with the baby boys that didn't become the bull but we ate them we did and i did not know yeah.
0: yeah and and believe it or not you really can't tell the difference because you've never known when you're eating boy or cow or girl cow meat yeah so yeah yeah just yeah. boy cows get a little turns bit bigger. turns out it's all the same yeah. boy <laughs> cows get a little bigger they're a little heavier so you can get a little bit more meat out of them yeah
1: they're, yeah. they're a little
0: tougher little yeah put some some the, muscles on them yeah can you yeah. we, yeah. Could, yeah, we no, can yeah i mean we yeah, could get a boy
1: calf and work him out
0: yes and he could get extra large and then we'd have a lot of meat oh
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: so yeah andrea had this great big epiphany that much of her life she's been eating cow meat that may have come from boy cows yeah and she was having a hard time processing it and wasn't real sure she wanted uh to eat any cow meat that came from a boy
1: this is true yeah i have pulled it together in the last week though and i've decided i'm fine with eating either
0: yeah this is a real conversation we actually had <laughs> driving down the road <laughs> on our way to pennsylvania uh-huh and uh yeah these are you guys would laugh sometimes big if you're like a fly on the wall at some of the conversations huh. that we have yeah real yeah. conversation real moment real epiphany for andrea it was a big day it is uh, possible to eat boy cows yep yeah, it is excellent. Yeah, very good. So
1: I have another fun uh, animal fact. I actually learned this morning while we were cooking breakfast. You were actually cooking breakfast, and
0: I was cooking breakfast um, today. Yep,
1: I was working that Joplin had chickens when he was younger. Like I knew nothing about this, and he began to tell me this whole story about how they had chickens when they were younger and they would eat them, and they he knew all about the eggs. And so you have any? You want to share any chicken stories this morning? Um, or right now this was a big day for me
0: it was a big day for Andrew. you know you're always learning things about your spouse we've been married for uh more than 20 years coming up on 23 23 years uh our next anniversary we've been together for about 25 years
1: so you'd think i would know about more the than chickens, half but of our
0: lives and, nope. and we grew up in the same town and yet there's still things that we're learning about each other and andrea was surprised to know i grew up and had chickens.
1: Well, well, let me rewind the story. We have eggs and bacon here. Not all the time, but sometimes. And never have you just been like, I've had chickens. And then this morning he was like, I had chickens when I, I grew up. And I, was I like, wonder how like, many of where, our listeners
0: when they were. Where are, did
1: this come I, from? Like, How
0: many of our listeners, like, you know, when they are cooking eggs at some point, looked at their spouse and said, hey, I had chickens when I was growing up. Like, why would I have ever said that before anyways?
1: Because it's not like the first time we've had eggs. So it just made me wonder why exactly this morning, we're, you know.
0: The mind of Andrea is an interesting place. So, yeah, we had chickens, and uh, yeah, I mean, my chicken stories are probably not different than anybody else's. We and had lots of chickens, they had to get rid of them because
1: I think the animals killed them.
0: Yeah, we mm-hmm. had a situation with coyotes getting in to kill them. Yeah, and then eventually uh, we got that taken care of. And about a year or so down the road, one of our dogs started killing chickens. And once your dog starts killing chickens, it's normally not going to stop. And, Dogs are funny. Dad was just tired of it, and we decided no more chickens. But we had chickens, I think, for several years, uh, quite a few of them. I remember Mom having to cut the head of one of the chickens off. um, You know, we were going to eat the chicken. Mm -hmm. did, Did you know you could eat chickens, too? i did just the egg. Yeah, you can i have chickens. never
1: seen a head cut off yeah and i've you heard that they can run around chickens. even if you chop their head off do you know if that's true
0: no it is true yeah absolutely have i've you seen, seen my it? mom cut the head of a chicken off did and that chicken fly around for what seemed oh like minutes i mean uh, i i don't want to exaggerate have, but at least 30 seconds without a head it just flies all over because its nerves go crazy it flies oh. all over and you know rams into stuff and
1: and then it eventually what just
0: yeah fades off? just fades off and hmm. then you can pluck the feathers off oh. and go to preparing it to eat it
1: hmm. yes i like it better when it comes in the package it Angry does
0: yeah have you ever wondered if you're eating boy or girl chickens never never but you're okay with chicken eating either or
1: as long as i don't have to pluck it
0: uh, or cut the head off yes yeah yeah so, anyways, yeah. Fun yeah. fact, though. Yes, I had,
1: I chickens. had
0: chickens. Yeah. yeah. So, um, let's talk about some weird news. Yeah, let's All go. Because right, there's what some, you got there's always like some weird news, and um, I one of the things that I saw was that a California man smuggled more than one thousand seven hundred wild animals into the United States including 60 reptiles that were hidden in his clothing.
1: How big were these?
0: I have no idea. I'm is this a picture? Well, I am. Yeah, I mean, I can't show our listeners, but I'm actually looking at a picture of some of these, and I don't even know what they are. He's got them wrapped up in, like, sacks. And they're alive. I don't know how they lived through it. I have no idea. But, I mean, he apparently had a system if he smuggled in 1,700. No kidding. No
1: kidding. Not at
0: like one time, but over a course of time. And he's pleaded guilty. I was thinking, no, not at one time. time, And I don't think he had all 60 reptiles hidden in his clothing at once. It sounds more like it was a system that he had in place where he would go somewhere and smuggle these things back. Mm. But what people are crazy, they're just wild. I mean, what would possess somebody to do that?
1: How much money are you going to make off that, or what are you going to do with it? So
0: I don't know, but kind of I'll weird. tell you, speaking of making a lot of money off smuggling stuff you shouldn't smuggle, <laughs> in Warsaw, Poland, an 81-year-old Danish woman, grandma, 81 years old, was arrested on suspicion of illegal possession of heroin huh. worth over 515000 thousand dollars Oh, granny <laughs> granny had 11 pounds of heroin that she was trying to smuggle through the airport at the airport even yeah she ends up saying it's not really hers that her kids sent it with her and that she didn't know that it was in she, her mm. she had a suitcase that had a false bottom okay and so you could open the suitcase it's obviously clearly okay. intentional okay. you can open the suitcase. Pull everything out of it, and it looked like there was nothing in it, and then there was a false bottom in it that had 11 pounds of heroin, and Granny's like, oh, I, I had no idea.
1: Wow. It
0: just, I don't know what this is doing she, in my bag.
1: I wonder if she really didn't.
0: I don't I just have a hard time. You really think people were trying to smuggle their own drugs with Granny? I don't know. And not let her know?
1: I mean, I would hope not, but. I don't know. Well, they either
0: way, were, she got caught.
1: They were thinking that they Granny might get away with it more than them. I don't know. Huh? Yeah,
0: well, she did
1: not. Well, that's She's a story, though. She's looking 15
0: years in prison. She'd be like 96 years old before she got out. Mm-hmm. Didn't think so, that one through. Yeah, did not think that one through. Uh, definitely don't be smuggling <laughs> heroin anywhere. It looks like they... Heroin's uh, a bad thing. Don't do heroin. More, don't sell heroin. Don't smuggle mm-hmm. heroin. But especially don't try to smuggle 11 pounds of heroin through an airport
1: with your granny
0: yeah i think, or I think granny's the one that did it i think i think she's i think she's bluffing here she might be but hmm. we'll, we'll see well that is weird yeah what else you got any other weird news i do actually okay
1: so a woman stabbed her husband because she didn't realize the woman in the picture was her uh, what? what happened was there was a picture taken of this couple from years ago when they were dating, and the police said that it turned out that the lady misidentified herself as someone else and she ended up stabbing her husband multiple times.
0: <laughs> Do you know if he died?
1: I don't know if oh he died. Oh my goodness. No, 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 no. But I'm assuming she probably thought that, you know, they had been married at that time and he was with somebody else, and in all reality, that's it was really her. psychotic. I mean, yeah. she
0: she grabbed a knife and stabbed him several times over a picture, mm-hmm. and yeah. she was the woman in the picture. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So whoops. So I'm like, what? Does she have terrible eyesight? Yeah, I don't um, know. Maybe she, she
1: went through some major changes. I don't she, know. It yeah. doesn't show the picture.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. So make imagine sure. the husband. Examine your picture as well. Put yourself in the shoes of that husband. Mm-hmm. Like. What are you talking about, woman? That is you. And she's not buying it. She's like, it's not me. Who is it? And she gets a knife and comes Mm -hmm. after the guy. What a crazy deal.
1: It is a crazy deal.
0: People are wild.
1: They are wild. Huh. That's my crazy news. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Look at your pictures well. Yeah. Watch out for your suitcases.
0: Hey, true story. My wife, for those of you who don't know, she looks the same way she does now as she did when she was 18 years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: side by side high school pictures and her side by side now 40 plus she I'm just looks, 41 she looks amazing 40, 40 plus 41, seems, lot, seems like 40 plus sounds like that. I was trying to keep it from being 45 she's 41 years old but you look at her high school picture I'm telling you she looks very well, that, very very well, very similar
1: well that helps me so, uh, then yeah, I don't have to misidentify then, yeah you don't have
0: to misidentify yourself there's no confusing <laughs> oh, that's definitely me that's you yeah she looks the same
1: Oh, well, what else we got?
0: Let's, so let's pivot a little bit. Um, I want to, I just want to talk about um, one of the elephants in the room across our nation. In other words, just something that everybody's thinking about and people are afraid to talk about. Mm -hmm. And that is this just downright demonic and psychotic push to over-sexualize our children at a young age, to, to be pushing, you know, uh, it started, sort of, a couple years back with drag queens being invited to read story time to kids. And it was just stupid. I mean, what is the, what is the point? And some people scream, well, we're teaching diversity, teaching diversity. Well, first of all, obviously, so I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor, and I don't believe in teaching uh, people sinful behavior. And so, full disclosure, I am opposed to the whole, um, you know, uh, drag queen idea. But that said, we don't send our children to K through fifth grade to have the schools teaching the children their version of whatever acceptance and diversity is supposed to look like. We send our children to school, supposedly at that age, to learn how to read, yeah. to learn their ABCs, to learn how to write their name, to learn basic math, to learn basic history, and to be somehow trying to influence those children at such a young age it's it's an all-out demonic attack on the children of this nation and it is appalling to me and here's and i'm just in my spirit i'm convinced it's appalling to most people Mm -hmm. so
1: like why do you think that it is this way
0: Well, I think that the uh, the people that scream the loudest tend to win the arguments on these deals, and I think what happened was is um, over a period of time, this people that promote these types of things, you know, they'll tell you, you know, they'll accuse me right now, for example, of of being fueled with hate, and they'd want to call me a homophobe and. Transphobe and all that's garbage. It's just not true. I'm not a homophobe and I'm not a transphobe and I'm not full of hate. But I'm also not afraid to say right is right and wrong is wrong. There is such a thing as right and wrong. And the very fact that you know they the uh, the the opposing side of this are trying to argue that it's right that this happened in school is evidence in and of itself. They acknowledge. There is such a thing as right and wrong. And what's happened is is that when people are afraid to speak up and there is no courage to say what is right, then evil always wins.
1: Hmm.
0: And the truth is is that the, the, the world has gone mad. And we we have been, the, the, the devil has done an incredible job at turning words against us and changing, we're changing the meaning of love, uh, changing the meaning of uh, unity, changing the, the meaning of uh, tolerance, and changing the meaning of hate. Uh, and so what's happened is is you you know you try to speak up against these things you try to say oh, that's wrong and then you're branded a you know a racist or someone that's full of hate and most people have just been afraid of that and so they end up paralyzed is a good word for it and we've had what's happened is we've had too many years about a decade of a lot of this stuff just kind of run wild and now you're seeing on what i would call the wrong and and demonic side you're you're seeing an unhinged uh, in a lot of ways public school system it's not all the public school teachers it's not the entire public school system but the system itself it allows for this i mean we've got teachers out there telling their students not to pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states but to pledge allegiance to the gay pride flag this this is so appalling and so ridiculous it should never be happening at the public school level but it is mm-hmm. and it tells you something about that system itself and what it's willing to tolerate and what it's not willing to tolerate and teachers that, that are i don't want to use your teachers it's some teachers it's some educators that are part of this push to over sexualize our children they've become emboldened because there's been no pushback for the last 10 years and now you're hearing people just say crazy stupid things you know we've got teachers that are as young as kindergarten first second grade teachers that are literally buying into encouraging this idea that you can't know a kid's gender i mean it's just stupid yeah so now the doctor can't tell you your gender anymore at birth. You just got to wait till you get to kindergarten so your kindergarten teacher can tell you what you are. It is so stupid. And I said, this is the elephant in the room nationwide because everybody knows it's stupid. But what's wild is these teachers and people that are pushing this narrative are being allowed to do so with absolutely no pushback at all. And now it's just gotten crazy. You know, Recently yeah. I watched a, uh, a clip of a educator arguing that we should quit calling pedophiles pedophiles now just so in case there's any confusion out there a pedophile is an adult that wants to have sexual activity sexual contact with a minor it's illegal thank god that it is but i wonder how much longer it's going to be we got the, the way things are going and Here's the logical conclusion all this stuff leads to and this is what the educator was arguing was that pedophiles should no longer be called pedophiles but that they should instead be called minor attracted persons and that this group of people minor attracted persons have been marginalized too long with this negative word pedophile. This is nonsense and first of all it's sick still and illegal. Mm-hmm. And so now we have teachers who have a comfort level of advocating for the illegal act of pedophilia. Trying to change this is why I said the devil did a great job taking words and changing them and like trying to say it's this, you know, it's a minor attracted person. It's it's not a bad word. It's pedophile's a bad word. They're not pedophiles. No, there's something wrong with them. I don't deny that you're absolutely messed up in your head and that you have a psychotic problem if you're attracted to minors, but it's not to be normalized and it needs to be dealt with as a dangerous and serious mental issue that needs dealt with before they end up going and doing something to some child Mm. that could harm and alter that child's the rest of that child's life yeah and it's just weird to see so much of this stuff being accepted on what I would call the radical left not just the left I want to uh, you know I want to brand everybody that's left in American politics um, to say they approve of all of this stuff because that's not true but the radical left which is the loudest and seems to have the most influence is really pushing this stuff.
1: That's sad. So what what can we do about it?
0: Well, huh, that's a good question. Um, obviously, we've got to stand up against it. Um, the The Bible tells us that in the end of times, that nearer the end, one of the signs of the returning of the Lord is that men's hearts will fail them Because of fear. Mm -hmm. And so the answer to what do we do also lies into the the answer to how did this happen. Well, how did this happen? We have a bunch of men and and women as well, but predominantly men that don't have hearts anymore. They don't have courage. Their hearts have failed them. They're afraid to stand up against what is evil and call it what it is. And the it's evidence of what the Bible predicted would come to pass. And so on one hand, the answer to what do we do is we just have to be courageous and be willing to say what, what's true, whether people want to hear it or not.
1: Yeah.
0: And truth does not change. No matter how many millions of people try to tell you, you know, that two plus two equals five, all million of them are wrong. There are things that are absolutely true. And um, it, you know male and female, for example, boy and girl, um, there there are you, gravity. it's absolutely true. And um, we we have to be willing to stand up for what is true. We have to have the courage to speak out against what is false. And it does take courage, um, so that's what we need to do. And and I and I, this is what's important for my those of you that are listening right now, and you're like, "Hey, I want to make a difference," and, and you're real calculated. You're like, "Yeah, you, you don't st- you don't speak up, you don't say anything, because you're not sure that it's going to change anything." And if it's not going to change anything, you'd rather just be in good graces with everyone. That's the coward mentality that's led us to where we are today. And let me say this unmistakably. We are not going to change the world. The Bible teaches us that things will continue to grow worse before the Lord returns. It's not going to get better. The Bible predicted that this time would come when people's hearts would fail them because of fear. So, generally speaking, that's not going to change. We're not going to have some worldwide revival of courage where everybody starts standing up for what they know is true. That's not going to happen. The question is, though, are we going to die like cowards who are afraid to stand up against what is evil? Or are we going to stand up for what is true regardless of whether or not we can change the world? And my challenge uh, to people is you've got to stand up for what's right regardless of whether you change the world or not. And you might be changing one life. This is what I want people to know. Yeah, we might not change Derby, Kansas. We might not change Kansas. We might not change the USA or the rest of the world. But what if... There's that one person that's really struggling and they just know what's true deep in their heart, but nobody will stand up and say, this is what's right. And they're just waiting for you or I to say, hold on a second. This is the truth. This is the truth of God's word. This is the truth of the order of creation. This is the truth about what's right and what's wrong. And they're just desperately waiting for somebody, some adult, some Person with with that cares enough to stand up and say no, this is not the right path for your life, and this is not right at all. What if standing up just made the difference in one person's life? Would it be worth it? Would it be worth others think you know calling you names and trying to accuse you of being uh, unloving and uh, intolerant? to know that you really, truly help somebody. Um, there are so many different applications here.
1: I think that's good though, because I think often it's easy to take the easy route when you don't really feel like you're gonna change the whole you know, city, let alone the whole country, and so it is easier sometimes to just sit back and let things slide because you feel like you're not making a difference, but it is important to stand up.
0: I was addressing a group of teenagers recently um, and dealing specifically with this topic of, of um, gender confusion, um, which for ages was correctly identified as a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Gender dysphoria. It's when a person is wrong and they are confused about their gender. A actual biological male confused into thinking he's a female and now it's being normalized and people are supposed now Now people's feelings whatever they feel like is supposedly more true and more real than than actual science itself so i was addressing a group of teenagers who you know are living and being raised in this culture who are constantly being in uh classroom settings and peer settings where these issues come up and the question that I was addressing or trying to answer was so how do you respond and the answer is with love and kindness but but we have to we we have to trust God's design we have to trust biology We have to trust science and we have to be willing to say with a sense of integrity and we have to know a girl that's confused and thinks that she's a boy here's the reality about that girl According to God, she is is fearfully and wonderfully made. And what she needs to hear rather than, oh, you're a boy, what she needs to hear is you are a beautiful, precious young woman in the sight of God. And you will actually never know how desperately deep inside the soul of that lady she longs to hear that. Yeah. And the world around us under the influence and control of the devil has come out and said, if you tell her that you're being hateful. And so people are afraid to say that. And this is why it's not about changing the world. It's about having enough courage to maybe change one person's life by willing to be, being willing to stand up and say what is true, even if everybody else isn't. And so that's what we have to do. I mean, I think we must be diligent to look for opportunities to spread the truth in love but understand the truth sounds like hate speech to those who hate the truth yeah we've got to be brave enough to speak the truth anyways and let it not be said of us that while the rest of the world in the end their hearts failed them because of fear let that not be said of us let us be the ones that were courageous enough to be the minority And stand for what is true because it's true and because it's right.
1: Yep. It's good.
0: So, hey, parents, get out there and have some courage at your school board meetings. Have some courage to get involved in your schools and do it with love. Do it with compassion. But be involved. At the end of the day, your children are your children. You have a God-given responsibility to protect them. And it's not the school's job to protect your children. It's not... Anybody else's job, it's yours, and you need to know what they're hearing, you need to know what they're being taught, you need to know how they're being influenced, and uh, you need to be speaking truth in the lives of your children, and you need to be standing up for truth in the other areas where your children are being educated.
1: Yep. We can make a difference.
0: All right, well, that's the elephant I wanted to address. the nas- One of the national elephants that I wanted to address. I thought, you yep. know what, let's talk about it today. Yep. Let's just do it.
1: Let's just do it, and then so, you did.
0: All right. Well, so that was good. Hopefully you find that informational. Hopefully you found something in that whole rambling rant. Yeah. That you can find helpful and uh, encourage you to take the opportunities you have to stand for what's right.
1: Yeah, for sure. Is that it? I think that's it.
0: Guys, that's it for our podcast here in August.
1: Yeah. If you guys have anything that you would like answered, you're welcome to email us at and, um or log on to our website. Let us know. Um, we'd love to take your questions and see if we can get them answered for you.
0: Any topic you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. We'll be back on the last Friday of September. That's right. We hope you all have a great month. Until then.
1: Yes.